0: If you really want to work for the best companies to work for, the ones with the best cultures, I think you should go build it yourself. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Well, hey, team and tribe, it's great to see you. Thank you, as always, for being a loyal supporter. I have a challenge for you this week. If you're dying to work for a company with a great culture, I think it's incumbent on you slash us, the agile practitioners of tomorrow, to build it. I think even the best of the best companies need a little bit of help creating awesome agile cultures. And that's where you come in. But before we dig into it, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works. Relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile. But we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. Now if this helps you, tell your friends. You can find us in the Facebook Badass Agile Listener Lounge. You can find us on the LinkedIn page for Badass Agile. You can find us in Clubhouse in the Badass Agile Club. And of course, look for us on YouTube every Wednesday at 11 a.m. EST for a live stream just for you. And why not check us out on the Shuffle app? Links are in the show notes below. When we think about the great companies that we want to work for, we're asking them to have a culture that models the ability to venture into the unknown and to do the uncommon in order to attain and sustain true greatness. Now, this is possible for any company to attain, to build that kind of culture, whether they're large or small. But I think large organizations carry an additional challenge of overcoming what I call negative will, the tendency to push back against progress in some cases to keep the organism safe and comfortable. Now, that negative will, doesn't necessarily come from the leadership, but it comes from the boots on the ground. Does that mean you can't do it? Does that mean that you can't bring that kind of adventurous culture to a large organization? Of course not, but it does require more effort and determination. So here's some of the things that I think it's going to require. It's going to require the ability to fail publicly. You got to be comfortable with that. It's going to require also a comfort level with consistently offending and upsetting people, not with your words or your attitude, but with the challenge that you bring to the status quo, upsetting and maybe even undoing the way we've always done things. In fact, I'd go so far as to say it requires a real rivalry, a real problem, a real beef with the status quo. A courageous organization is not going to settle for simply doing things the way we've always done them. They're going to see that as the root cause of the reason why they can't move as fast as they want to, why they can't compete as well as they need to. I think it also requires a trust relationship with the most senior leadership to shine a light on the cause. You can never fight this enemy, this enemy of stagnation, this enemy of resistance. You can't fight it in the darkness. Someone needs to lead the way. So if you want to create great cultures in large organizations, I think you have to enjoy the punches. You at least have to get used to them. You have to remember that it is exactly the struggle, the obstacle that defines success. As I've said many times, it's not your agile skill. It's not anything native to scrum. It's not your process. It's not even your people. It's the natural resistance in groups to not want to kick up a fuss. Let's put real words on it. Let's call this what it is. Taking on the obstacle, taking on the barrier to great culture is the antithesis of the easy and light path. And I think people, especially in large groups, like the easy and light path. And who can blame them? It means we can be agreeable. One of the crowd, the gray man, the person who never has to face conflict or difficulty. But let's be clear, those desires, those characteristics, won't get you to the kind of organizational culture that you really want. If we're going to be agreeable on something, let's be agreeable on the way forward. But let's not give up our temptation, our birthright, to fight the tendency to rest on our laurels, to be comfortable with what we did and what we achieved yesterday. But instead, wake up every morning and say, what's next? What can I tackle now? What's new? How could I be more daring? How could I create even more value? Look, it's a conscious choice to believe what you believe, whatever it is that you believe. If your belief system is one of acceptance and sameness and safety, that'll get you one result. But if your belief system is one of not just a rebel, but a pioneer to want the best for your clients and teams, then you'll be willing to do whatever is required to make this a dream place to work. You know what guys, it's not about the foosball table or the Nespresso pods in the break room. That isn't going to make you happy. What's going to make you happy is working for a place that is challenging, that pushes your edges, that allows you to innovate and allows you to contribute to the future of the company. One way to do that is by creating that same heroic culture. That you want to cultivate in yourself so you can become a leader, so that you can serve your clients and companies, your community, the world, and bringing that to the people around you. That's how you're going to build a culture. That's how you're going to make change. And you can make it everywhere you go, at any company, but make no mistake, it is incumbent on you to make it. Because for the most part, most organizations don't know how to make great agile cultures. It's not a priority for them. Nobody tells them how important it is. Nobody paints for them a picture of how this impacts the bottom line. Nobody pins together the research on happiness at work and fulfillment at work and productivity and profitability of organizations at scale. In short, this is not a measurable priority for most companies. And as you know, what gets measured gets done. So if it isn't on the radar, there will be no forward progress. But I think it's so essential to create a compelling culture, to create an awesome place to work, that you're either going to have to go out there and build your own business so you can have that culture, or you are going to have to treat your client, your company, as though it's your own. Take on that level of ownership and start building that culture as if it was yours to build. because ultimately. I think it is. Guys, I hope that inspired you this week. Let me know what you think. You can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile and on Instagram at badassagile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass.